Khonshu abides. Khonshu abides. Khonshu abides. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. <laughs> A new Star Wars trailer, huh? Well, let's see how this one goes. While we're at it. K360 Radio. Hello, J360 Legion, and welcome to a J360 Mini Bite, hosted by J.M. Brady. And I am your host, J.M. Brady. And as of late, we managed to get some gifts from the D23 Expo not too long ago, right? Yes, from a galaxy far, far away, if you will. And no, I'm not talking about The Mandalorian, Star Wars Resistance, or Clone Wars, even though that Clone Wars series has a chance. Now, you remember Star Wars, right? A magnificent franchise. A series of wonderment, the classic good versus evil, and of course, using the Force. Now, the Force has gone through some varied and vapid changes ever since, uh, you know, 2015. And, um, man, I'm telling you, whether you like Episode 7 or not, J.J. Abrams is helming this film, and you're just going to have to deal with it. I mean, you could have had Ryan Johnson back. Or we could have stuck with the original plan and had Colin Trevorrow there, but him and Kathleen Kennedy couldn't see eye to eye on exactly what direction to take the story. And you know, it's unique when you have all those people there, but nobody was really talking to each other. Even if you had an idea of who the directors were, it would have been nice if you just had that little stability between them where you sit there and you all talk about what plans to take this story. But then again, you realize there is no plan. The plan is that there is no plan. And you got to see that with episode 7 leading into episode 8. Because, you know what, what happened in episode 8? I don't know. But it wasn't enough to move the plot any further. I mean, there was a chase sequence, a moment where Finn tried to leave and um, Rose Tycho sapped him so he wouldn't go nowhere. I mean, the cowardliness of that character is apparent, but at the same time, it's like... What in the hell is he running away from? He proved in the last movie that he could hold his own. I mean, he used the lightsaber a lot better than Ray did, but then again, Ray didn't really have to suffer much because even for that moment of weakness she had, it was temporary. And she managed to hold her own and learn how to use the Force willfully. Now keep in mind, there are some characters like that in the galaxy, but you know, as I as I think about it, Like, uh, I think there were some in some of the Star Wars comics. There were some in some of the Star Wars novels. And, you know, even then, they didn't really get all the focus put onto them. And then they got manipulated in other ways. Because, you know, that dark side, though. It's just, it's just, you know, the last two left kind of a sour taste in my mouth. As a Star Wars fan. You know what I mean? Whereas the... The first one was more of a nostalgic, nostalgic fun fest. Like, you got to see all three movies in one sort of scenario in a setup. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. This is great. Something something I'm used to, but it's great. I mean, after all, they got to be better than the prequels, right? Right? I mean, we don't want to sit through all that again because, you know, the prequels were deaf, man. I mean, after all, you know, at least it doesn't matter that they had a large-scale plan and effect for that, you know, such as the coming of the Empire and the beginning of Anakin Skywalker's descent into madness and becoming one of the badasses of our generation, even though he started off as a whiny, whiny bitch, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it had to be done because, you know, the twins had to be born 
in order for us to get to a new hope, which will always be fighting with the Empire Strikes Back, whether it's the best movie in the whole set or not. But at the same time, though, I can say this about the sequel trilogy. They've been so bad and so ridiculous that people have actually forgiven the prequels. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's wild. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm actually here to talk about that trailer. That trailer, though. Because, you see, much like that trailer, I threw a whole bunch of nostalgia and a lot of in-jokes at you just to get you comfortable about what's going to happen in this new movie. Because apparently it still doesn't have a leg to stand on. Yeah, sure, they'll go ahead and they'll pepper you about every saga has a beginning and an end. Because all trilogies do this. Even The Matrix did it. But that's got a fourth one coming. So there is no end to that. No matter how many parallels you throw it. You look at it right now, you see, okay, yeah, everything that we are grown up and accustomed and familiar with, especially as elder Star Wars fans, because we love this franchise, we grew up with this franchise, it's special to us. You know, we get butthurt about it because, you know, it, it was a very good story for us. And then as we see how the direction has changed as of late, you know, with the introduction of Rey, because remember, Luke, Luke didn't want to be on his desert planet forever. You know what I mean? He kind of knew what his family was, but he didn't get to really know his father or his or his mother and everything. And he always longed for adventure, the call to get out there, to get away from everything. And to just go ahead and venture in space. Whereas Ray, Ray wanted to stay on Jakku and hope that her parents would come back. Of course, you know, when she lost her parents, she was a little girl, but then she grew up and still waiting. I don't know about you, but I don't understand why there are people out there that sit there and say, oh, I'm still waiting for something instead of taking action and being proactive and getting away. Of course, that's when you all will tell me that BB-8 came in, right? And then started to spin her off into her adventures, but at the end of it all, you know, she still wanted to go back to Jakku after a while, along with other things. And then things started to change when Finn lied and said he was part of the Resistance. We'll get into that more. Because I'm going to go ahead and do you all one favor. When it's Star Wars time again, I'm going to redeem it. I'm even going to redeem the prequels. We're going to make this a special event. We're going to venture and hang out in the galaxy on the J-Man show. But going back to this uh, to this trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm seeing that they are out here in the desert. They're out here in the forest. They're going to be doing the Lord of the Rings thing for a little bit. Ray has repaired Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. And what the hell is wrong with C-3PO? What 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 is this? Oh, okay. Is C-3PO getting high? Is that the is that the point? Is C-3PO finally realizing that human beings are ridiculous, so he's going to turn rampant on him in this movie? I mean, is he going to come full circle? Because I mean, he was a god and returned to Jedi, right? And then later on, he came back with a red arm. So, what exactly are they going to do with this character? Huh. Okay, well, that's that's interesting, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, for once, he will not be comic relief. He will be as evil as that counterpart of his. I remember somebody in the lore, actually, there, there was this death-killing machine that was like C-3PO, and it had red eyes and everything, but it, it had weapons built into it. He was disguised as a protocol droid. I think his name was Alpha 3 or something like that. I think so. He, he was in the lore. He, he was always there. Maybe that's him. Maybe C-3PO gets switched up with everybody at some point and 
well, I don't know. I think they're also going to try to put time travel in this as well. That's nice to see Leia hugging Rey. It, it, you know, that's an image that we all saw before. That happened in Episode 7, too. So, yeah, among other things. No disrespect, I'm just saying, you know, I've seen that before. And then, what is Luke Skywalker's whole thing in this? Is he going to be a Force ghost? Is he going to try to train Rey the best way he could? Because remember when that happened in Episode 8? Or, no, just the three lessons that were... And then, like, the, the ass-beating that she gave him? Yeah, yeah, that she gave him. I guess because he's been so out of practice with the Force, you know? But then again, who knows? Who, who knows? Now, why I speak like this, I, I'm telling you. Like I said, Star Wars will always be central to, you know, the things I'm interested in. It's one of those many things that got me into filmmaking. And it, it is a very, very strong story. And whether you like the prequels or not, like, the original three were great. I never had a problem with the prequels. I thought that they were okay, even though Episode 2 was more of a exposition-type movie. Because you knew what was going to happen anyway. It was a foregone conclusion. And then it came full circle in an obtuse way. But then you look at these three, and I, and I really wish that, you know, they had a thought-out plot line for all three of these. I mean, because last I checked, Lucas just had treatments, and they weren't going to follow those treatments. So they changed them into what we got now. And everybody was so excited that they're using practical effects in the production of these movies. They forgot the most important content, which was the story. And that's what kills a movie. Like, it could be as good looking as need be. It could have all the glam. It could even have as many CGI effects. But it still needs a strong backbone, which is the damn story. Speaking as a writer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could have the coolest character it can be, but still, you would need to know where that character is going. Where are all these jerks going, and why are we rooting for them? You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, 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 wait. That's not the only bonus here. Take a look at this poster, right? Looks more cartoony than need be. Hey, put it back. It's not done yet. (laughs) And then, of course, let's not forget the biggest Easter egg that everybody's talking about. Ray turns to the dark side. Is it real? Is it a Jedi vision? Is it Yoda? It's like, you know, at the same time, it's kind of forcing at this point. It's like, yeah, okay. That felt a little bit shoehorned in. Yeah, oh, oh don't forget, she has that double-folded bladed lightsaber, because now she's totally badass. And then, oh my god, the Emperor's still out there. Wait, is the Emperor going to possess Rey? Is that what's going to happen? I mean, come on, man. Damn. At the end of the day, it's called The Rise of Skywalker, even though Skywalker died in the other movie. And Ray's not a Skywalker. But then again, you don't necessarily have to have the last name in order to carry on the legacy, do you? It's like little things like that. And yes, I purposely hit my desk. Because my god. This movie has so much going for it, man. I, I don't think it's going to hit all of them. I'll say at best, it'll probably hit half of its goals. Like, it's going to make its money. There's going to be people that will go to a Star Wars movie, regardless if it's good or bad. And there's going to be people that are going to deject it because it is a Star Wars movie. And that'll help gain its popularity, too, because I I, I see them all the time. All those would-be people out there saying, oh, you know, I must be the only one that doesn't care about Star Wars. Well, congratulations on using reverse psychology, because now people are going to go see it. That is really awesome. How much is Disney cutting you a check? And have you noticed, I'm not saying anything naysaying about Disney. Because, you know, they own it, but at the same time, it's like Star Wars, the spectacular moment and the and why we hold it so dear is because at one time, it didn't have all this stuff coming in on it. I mean, granted, it had books, had comics, has merchandising. 
that keep it alive. But as far as, like, movies and, you know, the setup of the premise of everything, you know, we didn't have it coming in at this kind of magnitude at one time. I think Iger said that they were taking a break from it. But, of course, you know, much like anything, things are subjected to change. And that's why we are where we are. I am going to go see this movie, because I'm invested. I have to see how the trilogy ends. If my face melts off, I blame all of you. But at that point, you know, um, it was a good run. And I will try to redeem the other two movies before I go. That would be a special event for all of us. Now, whether I do it in a double special or not, which you guys are getting this week. Yep, you're getting two J-Men shows this week. Uh, well, whether it would be a double special or not remains to be seen. I could probably try to get them all done in one movie. But I know exactly how I'm going to handle this. Considering how I don't really care for these last two installments, I'll just go ahead and watch a little bit of Lord of the Rings to wash it all out. Because that's just how I am. But, you know. As for as for you guys' take, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not really sold on it entirely. You know what I'm saying? I'm still very skeptical. But I'll get over it eventually, I guess. But... As for me, you know, that's just me. But how about you all out there? What do you think is going to happen with this series? Do you think that it's going to bring the Star Wars series back into alignment? Do you think that it's just another Cash Cow sequel? Do you think that nothing will be explained like in the last two movies? Or do you, you know, like, where do you see the series going at this point? And you can mention The Mandalorian if you want, because that's pretty much what everybody likes right now. You know? Because keep in mind, because of the bad effect and the nastiness of uh, episode 8 there's a reason why Solo didn't do so well so I don't know maybe it could be a return to form maybe it's still very open ended but this this is a D20 this is like a D-Expo sort of trailer that we got this isn't like the full trailer that, that's gonna come soon and then we're gonna really get knee deep into what's gonna happen and I've noticed that there hasn't been any sighting of R2 in this so is R2, like, fully retired right now? Is, is that what's going on? Hmm. I didn't see him. I, only, I didn't see BB-8. I like BB-8, though. BB-8's a saving grace for this movie. If any movies needed a saving grace, it would be BB-8. That'd be the only, only reason why I care about the sequel trilogy. But outside of all this, though, I talked your ear off. Uh, you know, if you guys want to respond to me back on a few things about Star Wars, you can. I mean, we could talk about anything. But until then, though, this is the J-Man signing off. You all take it easy. Uh, the J-Man show is going to be landing tomorrow. Got plenty of things to talk about there, too. All right? Laters.